Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is the end of Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. It is Predacons Rising. This episode was directed by Vinton Hewick, Scooter Tidwell. Hey, Scooter! Scooter. And Todd Waterman. It was written by Dwayne Nice and Capizzi, Marsha Griffin, and Steve Melching. And, uh, yeah, well, it's a big episode. It's three episodes in one. Yep. Uh, and the last time on Transformers Prime... The Autobots defeated Megatron, said their goodbyes to the kids, and brought the Omega Lock back to Cybertron, where they restarted the planet, and everything was just peachy keen. And in this episode, Optimus is given a victory speech. Yep, we're back on Cybertron, it's still glowing blue, and uh, he's telling the Autobots at long last the planet's been restored, and he reminds uh, us, I guess, that uh, Ratchet is still on Earth looking after the kids, Mm -hmm. and uh, their human friends, and that Cliffjumper died five minutes into the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and oh, and then he promotes Bumblebee. Yeah, that, that comes up a bit later, but he does remind us that uh, Bumblebee is responsible for killing Megatron. And then speaking of him, we fly across the galaxy to Earth and there's Megatron lying at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, yeah. They sent his ass seaworthy. And there's somebody <laughs> who goes, Megatron. Yeah. Wake up. Get up. And he does kind of. And like in his head, Megatron recognizes the voices. Unicrons. And then we we go into this uh, construct they've built for the episode. It's basically inside Megatron's head, I guess. Yeah. But it's Megatron and Unicron, and Unicron is, like, actual size. He's very, 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 very huge. And he's like, arise. Oh, and they bring back John Noble as the voice of Unicron. Yeah. But he says, arise and uh, be my slave and I'm going to inhabit your body because you're dead, but you're not dead. And uh, Megatron's like, okay, hold on a minute here. Like Optimus Prime used the Matrix of Leadership to imprison you in the Earth's core. What are you doing here? And Unicron explains, that was just my physical form, you idiot. My energy form, I I guess, uh, since (laughs) Prime had to come up with something uh, when Cybertron was restored and Megatron just like... uh, so Optimus was successful after all. Yeah, he basically gets caught up to everything that what happened. And Unicron plans to destroy Cybertron. This is his goal now. Yeah. And he is going to use Megatron's body as a vessel to do it. So then his actual body wakes up and screams and starts to, I don't know, would you say mutate? Yeah, it starts changing. And, and then I thought for sure, oh, fuck, we're going to get Galvatron again, right? But no, they still, they call him Megatron until they realize who it really is driving and... Then it shows the surface of the ocean, and it's a full moon because it always is, and Megatron flies straight out in Starfighter mode. Although, for what it's worth, that's our last full moon we're going to see on Earth, so bye, Earth. Uh, We then go back to Cybertron, and this is, you're right, this is when Optimus actually promotes Bumblebee up to warrior class, and Wheeljack blows up a statue of Megatron. (laughs) Just to mark the occasion. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, Smokescreen's like, yeah, welcome to the club, buddy. It's like, what, so Smokescreen was already a warrior? Like, it seems like he's got some work to do to get there, but... Bumblebee calls him Smokey. Yeah, he's just like, uh, oh, actually, Smokey says, hey, who knows, Warrior today, maybe Prime next. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) And uh, Bumblebee's, you know, because he speaks now. They're carrying that over. And he's like, oh, I would not wish their responsibility (laughs) on anybody. (laughs) Again, you better fucking believe I'm going to milk this voice. I I regret not coming up with it earlier. Uh, But... (laughs) Uh, Optimus then cuts in. Well, they're they're planning a party, and Optimus is like, "I'm gonna be a downer. I gotta go." Prime's never party. Dad's gotta to... go out for cigarettes. <laughs> Leaving. 
Get the Allspark. Otherwise, Cybertron will never have new life. Now, now that it can support life, that's great, but it, it will never develop new life, I guess, until he gets this thing back. Because thousands of years ago, near the end of the war, the Decepticons were seemingly unstoppable. So he sent the Allspark to a distant part of the galaxy. Yeah, basically biffed it oh, far, far, <laughs> far, far away. And uh, the Matrix of Leadership, however, will guide him to the Allspark. So he just has to go retrieve it yeah. and then come back so that they can write peter cohen out of the majority of the movie and have to pay him very little yep uh, that's how they save money right there and uh but uh, prime oh bumblebee's like well that's great let's hop in the warship let's go get it but prime's like well we can't leave cybertron unprotected like a planet that they mentioned was bigger than earth and with seven autobots to defend the whole thing like <laughs> okay guys it's a pretty big sky like, it's, well it, it looks like we have more than autobots we'll see vehicons coming up in a bit but optimus uh sends out some orders and one of them is for bulkhead to get those vehicons to build a landing pad for the throngs of uh refugees that they're expecting to just be pouring into the planet yes and uh wheeljack is coming with uh coming with prime uh, because he knows how to navigate in deep space okay you'd think just the ship but anyway but uh meanwhile back with megatron he's flying all along at warp nine and he he's talking to unicron he's like realizes oh this is a fancy new star drive system you've given me and unicron's like it's one of the few new upgrades I gave you. It's a super luminal space drive. Ooh. So you knew your your light speed drive? Fuck that. We're on lumens now, baby. And Megatron assumes they're going to roll Cybertron together. And again, in wherever this is, inside Megatron's head, I guess, Unicron zaps him with the eye lasers and is like, nope, not today, bud. Yeah, he plans to destroy Cybertron, I guess... And Primus, who is is Cybertron, yeah. and then start the Age of Chaos. <laughs> yes. And now back on Cybertron, we have cranes going and we're putting the scaffolding up and some vehicons are helping the Autobots. But it's like total Three Stooges shit here with these guys lugging stuff around. Oh, they're a bunch of clowns. They're just a bunch of fucking clowns. Uh, and he, yeah, they're, they're knocking each other off the balconies and the ledges with eye beams Slapping and each shit. other with the hot mops, yeah. And One of them comes the window. slapping his forehead going, why, yo? And uh, then RC arrives to end this silliness. And apparently there are no signs of Decepticons. They can't uh, detect any set, um, Decepticons from the sent gear on the Sentinel. And they assume Shockwave cloaked himself somehow. Yeah, and Bulkhead calls uh, Shockwave and Starscream the gruesome twosome. Like, yeah. wasn't it the two guys in Wacky Red? It doesn't matter. And meanwhile, up on the Nemesis, Knockout is in a prison cell. And he's doing the equivalent of, like, running the steel cup against the bars. Like, he's banging his bonds against this. And there's other vehicons in there with him. So I guess they all didn't switch sides. Yeah, that's interesting. And, uh. Bumblebee just appears on the monitor. He's like, I hear you. What do you want? <laughs> well, knockout, you know, he's he's basically cites the Geneva Convention and Bumblebee says, I don't give a shit. Tell <laughs> yes. us where Shockwave and Starscream are. Like, and then where's we'll, my Oreo cookies and my razor? And <laughs> you know, it'll be nice to you. Um, and shock or knockout says, I don't know where they are, but I know where you might look. Yeah, we've been through this, right? And uh, Bumblebee's. At one point, Bumblebee's like, oh, gee, it's a shame you can't tell me because your finish is looking pretty drab. And he holds up the floor buffer thing. (laughs) So we then cut to uh, Smokescreen and Magnus, who we didn't mention earlier, but Optimus ordered uh, Magnus to oversee basically looking out for any uh, Decepticons. Kill any you find, I think. Yeah. Or round them up. Uh, But anyway, they're driving through the Sea of Rust. And Magnus picks up a movement or two contacts. Yep. So they stop and transform and they get the guns out and peek around the corner. And there are two transformers digging around for something near a wall. 
And they, at the same time, turn and see the Autobots. And Magnus is like, uh, I'm Ultra Magnus. Are you Autobot or Decepticon? And they're like, neither, bitch. We Predacons! Dun, dun, dun! And the Autobots get the guns out and start blasting. But it's useless. Like, the Predacons just beat the daylights out of them. Oh, they do. Although there is one great move Magnus has where I can't... I can't remember who it was because they hadn't been Where he grabs onto Skylink's tail? Oh, no, I thought he grabbed him by the basically scruff of the neck, put his gun to his head, and fired a couple times while, like, marching him around oh, like he yeah. would have grabbed a dog by its collar. It was just this hyper, hyper-dominant move. But then, I guess if it was Skylink's, basically heaves him, and this is where mm. they start to get their asses kicked. Yeah, at one point, like, uh, the other one, uh, we find his name later, but he manages to get smokescreen in his mouth and flings him 100 feet up the side of the building where, again, he sticks for a second, then he falls, and then a bunch of debris lands on him, and then this thing's about to breathe fire on him again. And Magnus tries to fire at it, but, again, he's too busy with Skylinks to, to help smokescreen out. Yeah, and he, again, gets tossed a couple times, doesn't get up from the second one as the uh, the other Predacon opens fire, breathes fire, on a smokescreen, and of course, smokescreen had the little phase shifter, so he shoop, zipped out of the way. Yeah, he goes He's back fine. through the wall, then he pops back out again and says, yeah, phase beats fire every time, and then he escapes back through the wall again, and then comes out below the Predacon in car mode, zipping away. Yeah, he starts racing towards Magnus, who is now down on the ground and unconscious. Oh, he's out. Yeah, Skylinks is like marching over him, whose name hasn't actually been said yet, but whatever. But he's about to, I don't know, bite Magnus's head off. Smokescreen f- jumps, transforms, and phases basically into Magnus so that the one chasing him... Yeah, that's what him, I had down too. I thought he was going to yank Magnus out of the way, but he basically ducks so that the Predacon chasing him slams into Skylinks. Yeah, they go tumbling away and uh, the Autobots escape. Oh, oh through a ground bridge. We should, uh, forgot to mention oh, yeah. Smokescreen at this point had called for a ground bridge. <laughs> yeah, kind of crucial move there. Uh, anyway, back to Ratchet uh, because he returns to the Nemesis. Yeah, and he's like, where's the patient? And now with the patient, Ratchet's like, uh... It's pretty bad. <laughs> like, he's got a lot of damage, and most of it's not good. Yeah, and much like they wrote Cullen out for the majority of the movie, they write out Michael Ironside. Uh, because those are the big names, so you, you know, get them into the studio as little as possible. Anyway, uh, the other Autobots start talking, and they figure, okay, we have Predacons, so Shockwave is obviously cloning them. And uh, Bulkhead's like, do we call Optimus? Yeah, and Arcee's like, really? He's on his important mission. Like, we can't really be bugging him now, right? And uh, it's not like he can just turn around and come home. And But with Optimus, he and Wheeljack are flying to Theta Scorpii, which actually is a real star in this constellation Scorpius. It? Yeah, it's in the tail of the Scorpion. It's not it's nothing special. It's just a little star, but you can see it if you want to look for it. Well, it's one of the most hazardous star systems in all the galaxy, Paul. Yes, with uh, gamma storms and <laughs> yeah, giant asteroids anywhere. Uh, and, and which is why they hid the Allspark there, because yeah, it's that was the whole point. Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Megatron and, wouldn't risk going there to look for it. Exactly. And conveniently, the thing is in an indestructible vessel, which Optimus yeah. has to So get. why don't they build other things out of the material? Anyway, really? uh, so yeah, the, the thing's going to be fine. They just have to find it. And Optimus doesn't want to risk having the ship get damaged in this, like, asteroid field. So uh, 
Wheeljack just parks the thing there and Optimus flies on ahead. It's kind of neat how he disembarks the ship. Like he falls off of the Samus lift, kind of does a backflip, then engages his wings and flies away. It was it was some cool animation. You get to see uh, a few times in this, this movie, I guess it's a movie, it's only an hour long, but it's a movie, where they had a little more time and budget. Uh, when Starscream talks now, his back fins, like his wings, move so much. They're so much more expressive. Yeah. Especially in the scene coming up where we meet the, the Predacons again. But anyway, uh, now we go to Bumblebee, RC, Bulkhead, and Smokescreen, uh, and they're just kind of walking through the Sea of Rust, and uh, Bumblebee picks up what looks like a muffler. Stick or a pipe or something, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, uh, this way. And, and Smokescreen's like, well, who put him in charge? And Bulkhead's like, he did kill Megatron, man. But Bumblebee's like, look, I'm not leading, I'm scouting. And they're like, now Bumblebee, you know what happens when you play a rogue character and switch classes to warrior? If you use any rogue skills, you only get half experience for that adventure and none for that encounter, so be careful. See, Paul, this is why you have to start playing D&D 5e because you get <laughs> full experience and, if you want, can go back to fighter later on to expand level uh, oh. class there, so... Yeah, it's pretty. They fixed it. Anyway, um, uh, Bumblebee had been trailing apparently a different Predacon, and they show up uh, to a little basically pride rock. Yeah. And there's Predaking. He shows up. It was him they were tracking, and everybody gets the guns out, and Predaking gets ready for the fire breath bit. But Bumblebee tells everyone, all right, just everybody calm down, and asks Predaking if he recognizes this stick. Predaking just kind of looks at it, and Bumblebee's like, it's the immobilizer. And uh, we didn't come to fight your highness so i like that he calls him your highness that was like he's he's, yeah, he's trying to diplomat. butter him up he's, yeah he's good he's gonna be good at this and smokescreen even late much later in the movie acknowledges dude you're you're good at this um but the whole hey look at this rusty old pipe that looks like every other rusty old pipe sitting around you on this metal planet <laughs> yes. this one is the immobilizer that whole thing assumes that predaking is kind of dumb yeah there's that but uh Predaking does transform, and he's like, all right, if you didn't come to fight, why are you here? Well, it turns out the reason he's here is they want to know if Predaking knows of other Predacons on Cybertron. Yeah, and Predaking's like, oh, yes, I do. I got a whole field of dead ones right here in my backyard. Yeah. Because the shifting of the plates uh, during Cybertron's restoration raised them to the surface. Yeah, which is, this is, I mean, this is really important to the whole plot of the movie, but a, a very well done shot and series of shots of just this field of death. Yeah. Uh, and he, then Preda King basically says to the Autobots, fuck you guys, why do you even want to know? So you can make them subservient and wipe them out. And B tells him that, no, we, Optimus actually wants to coexist so everybody can live together and let's sing Kumbaya. Yeah. Predaking uh, reminds them, look, I haven't forgotten about the Autobots part in the demise of the other Predacon clones on Earth. Uh, so fuck off. And, and never come back. Fuck off. Yeah. But we then go back to Starscream and he's returned to Shockwave's lab, wherever the, they're hiding, with another bone, another fossil. Yeah. And uh, it starts complaining that he's doing all the work. Yeah. And Starscream complains that he's doing all the heavy lifting. And Shockwave reminds him that with their limited infrastructure and the need to keep moving around to avoid discovery that productivity isn't going to be full steam ahead all right which is why they've only produced two predacons at this point and on cue they show up yeah speaking of which they come in and star screams like where have you been and one of them says ah we were out clobbering autobots even though they were told to avoid the autobots at all costs and star scream starts smacking them with the torture stick thing again yeah it seems that this is 
how he's been keeping them under his control, basically animal abuse. And uh, he explains to them, look, you cannot. Uh, oh, I guess what's important is that he calls one Darksteel and the other, as we mentioned, is Skylix. Yeah, and Darksteel tells Starscream, look, we weren't followed, but Starscream's like, that's not the point. Whoa, whoa, what whoa, the whoa, whoa, oh my God. I'm back, you fucks. Herman? Yeah, that's right. See, it's me. I saw you guys send Soundwave off to the Shadow Zone when I was there in the Shadow Zone. And I realized that you were still doing this stupid crap show and still selling toys. So I came back to get back in on that action. Hey! Wait, so you got out of the Shadow Zone when a fictional character in a show got sent to the Shadow Zone? That's right. It's a brand new Transformer. In fact, it's two brand new Transformers. It's brand new Predacons, except the kind of old Predacons. But the new Predacons to you and your stupid kids who want the stupid toys. So get money out of your pocket, put it into the stores, and put cocaine up my nose so I get the, you guessed it, bonus! Okay, I guess he's I guess he's back. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, Darksteel and Skylinks. Um, so Starscream basically explains to them that they need to convertly build as many Predacons as possible and then reclaim Cybertron. And the fact that these two Predacons gave away the the element of surprise their, their existence yeah. or revealed their existence to the Autobots, they can't do that anymore. Yeah, now the Autobots definitely know that Shockwave's up to his old tricks cloning Predacons. Yeah, and I, so I, earlier I said, you know, it's basically three episodes. If I, it's not clear cut. No. Like the 80s, when we were kids, a new cartoon would come out and they would have like the first three or four episodes would be sometimes released as a movie. I know they did it with He-Man and you could see where one episode ends and the next one begins. You can kind of see it here. And I think this is one of them where Starscream menacingly looks at the camera and says, we're going to take over the whole planet. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, the Autobots are driving to Dark Mountain. Bumblebee says Knockout told them there should be a map of all of Shockwave's secret lab locations in the, the databanks in the in the old Decepticon base. Which they call Dark Mount. Yeah. So I guess Earth was Dark Mount, too. Anyway, they get to Dark Mount. And uh, meanwhile, in space, Wheeljack is literally playing asteroids and optimus manages to find the thing pretty quickly and uh wheeljack's like uh boss there's this plasma storm coming so you're gonna want to speed this up yeah he just sees this big thing sh on his radar screen but when we go to optimus it is admittedly a very imposing giant plasma storm coming right at optimus and uh optimus says i can't turn back it's too late but that's not or it, he says we don't have time or something but that's not true as far as Optimus and Wheeljack know, they are under no ticking clock. Yeah, exactly. They can easily just get back in the ship, fly away, let the plasma storm pass through, and then go pick up the old uh, Allspark. We'll leave it later in, in this thing. Wheeljack explains, look, boss, that thing that you're looking for is indestructible. You're not. Get out of there. Yeah. So, exactly. Why not just go back? And uh, Anyway. They don't do that. We then go to, uh, this was one of the funnier little gags in the movie. Uh, the Autobots are at the top of Dark Mount and Starscream's, or sorry, not Starscream, uh, Smokescreen is sitting in Megatron's yes. the throne going, oh, I'm the big bad guy. Yeah, he calls him Smokescreen the Destroyer, what he yeah. calls himself. And uh, it turns out Knockout was telling the truth and they have a map of where all of Shockwave's secret labs are. Yeah, and they, I guess, start to download and then one of them is like, what's that in the distance? It's a bird. It's a plane. Yeah. 
and it's too fast to be Predaking. And it's Superman. Megatron. Oh, yeah, it's Megatron. He flies in and transforms. And I love how Smokescreen just gets up out of the throne and steps aside. It's like, huh, <laughs> this was the keeping gag. it warm for you. That really sold me. But he's like a new, I don't know what you call him because he's not, they have a whole bit later, Smokescreen again with the humor. But he's kind of like Mega Unicronatron. Yeah. And I guess they finally clue in who it is when he starts talking. And, and Unicron tells the Autobots that. That's Mega- right. It's brand new Transformer. It's kind of Mega. Hey, Armin. That's right, it's brand new Transformer. Anybody can get this brand new Transformer for their kids. It's Megatron, it's Unicron, it's Well, actually, no, it wasn't available in the United States, but it was in Canada. Ah, Jesus Christ, you guys in your Canada. We get it, you're Canadian. Oh, my God, I'm so tired. You guys are supposed to be polite, but you just keep going on. Wow, I think think we upset him. Just pointing out fact. Anyway. I didn't even know he still existed 20 minutes ago. Touchy guy. Anyway, then uh, uh, Mega Unicronatron attacks him. Yeah, his hands change into glowing spike energy cannon things, and he starts blasting them, and they return fire, but it doesn't do a damn thing. And inside his head, I guess, Megatron tells Unicron, that's the one that killed me. Oh, am I going to get him? Which is the the reason he says that is Bumblebee actually does a really cool move where he yeah. jumps over, like flips over Megatron. And while he's upside down in the air, fires a couple shots into what's, yeah, I'm going to stick with Mega Unicronatron, <laughs> uh, fires a couple shots at his chest and it doesn't do anything. But when Megatron says, oh, and now I have the means to crush him, uh, Unicron's like, you have the means to do nothing. Yep. You ain't doing shit, man. I'm driving. And the Autobots all take cover behind Megatron's whole throne. And uh, one of them's like, the only way out is down. And we need to put some distance between us and that fucking thing before we can bridge out. Otherwise, he'll just follow us through. And now, okay, what was the deal with the bomb beeping? Did this confuse you? Yeah. Okay, so what happens is Mega Unicronatron, uh, he has got these energy guns. He basically creates an energy harpoon and biffs it at them, and it goes through the th- uh, throne, kind of sticking out the other side, and we hear that like, beep, 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 that you hear when a bomb's about to go off, and they book it. Yeah, and they escape by... Well, they go over the edge of this thing, and then it looks like they blasted away in through the roof of another part okay, of the Okay, I gotta tower. go back to this bomb thing, because as, I gotta go back to the bomb, because as they're driving away, you keep hearing the bomb, and then you see them coming off this ledge where they're gonna fall down, but there's the sound of an explosion... <laughs> But we don't see anything. It just, was it the harpoon that was going to blow? Or did they, like, why would it beep? Why would an energy weapon beep like a time? Uh, putting way too much thought into this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like you said, they're going to fall down a tube. Yeah, and Megatron, Unicron, whatever this guy is, Megatronatron, is that what it was? Mega uh, Unicron. He transforms and follows them. And uh, back at Theta Scorpii, Optimus manages to get the Allspark thing just in time. And then straight back to Darkmount, the Autobots are driving along a corridor. So I guess they survived that fall somehow. Yeah, I'm going to guess, totally guess that like that tunnel basic like started to curve and became a nice grade into a because they kind of like hot fly, wheels thing or they come flying like that out fucking at slide at Magic speed. Mountain. Remember that yeah. one? Oh yes, my, yes. Oh. Yeah, the kamikaze. Yeah, that was it. So. They, uh, every water park has a kamikaze, yeah. but, uh, they, they stop right at this ledge and RC looks down and it's a smelting pit. And she's like, what the fuck is an active smelting pit doing on a dead planet? Yeah. It's, it's been dead for thousands of years. It reminded me of that line of follow-up four when Piper yells that her, her toaster oven is on the fritz, but this turret still works after 200 years. <laughs> 
So they uh, they call in for a ground bridge, but then Mega Unicronitron shows up and attacks, and a bunch of them fall off the ledge. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bulkhead grabs RC, who grabbed Smokescreen, and they're just hanging in back in space. Optimus gets back to the ship with the AllSpark thing, but an asteroid smashes into it at the last second, and they fly off just as the entire asteroid field explodes in this plasma storm or gamma storm, whatever they called it. And, uh, Which is a Wheeljack. symphony of destruction. Ah, dun, 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 dun. yeah. But uh, Wheeljack, he's looking at this thing that Prime brought back. He's like, "Wow, I thought the entire future of Cybertron would be bigger." I've heard the "I thought it'd be bigger, I thought you'd be bigger" joke eighteen thousand times in movies. So I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, we could have done that's better what than she that. said." Anyway, yeah, they fly yeah. off to uh, Cybertron, but um, Mega Unicronitron lands, and he is about to. He's going to come at Bumblebee, who is the only one not hanging off the ledge, and he creates two giant axis with this energy stuff yeah or scythe blades yeah. or something on his arms he starts swinging a bumblebee and they start fighting and at one point unicron's blade slams into the ground and it's the closest thing we've seen to like a rumble style g1 earthquake in oh, a very yeah. long time i didn't even think of that uh what it does do though is causes the three of them uh to fall off because their ledge just crumbles so they go falling down bumblebee rushes to the edge looks over and they fall into a ground bridge yeah and but Unicron, Mega Unicronotron, is that what it was? Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really see what happens, but he's like, ah, it's time to join your brethren. And B's like, yep, sure is. And he just jumps off the ledge. <laughs> and then Megatron, Mega Unicronotron realizes, oh, I, 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 this body alone isn't going to get me to conquer Cybertron. They got away. I'm going to need some instant of destruction. <laughs> and uh, back at wherever this is, RC is annoyed that they put out a call for Autobots, but the first one to show up is Unicron, and Smokescreen's worried about what to call him. <laughs> so yeah, that's... This was one of my favorite RC moments in the yeah. movie. Maybe my favorite where she was, I can't remember the exact quote, but she says something to the effect of like, this is not fair. How many times do we have to fight for our home? This is our home. And there was just this beautiful moment of desperation that nobody else really showed. And it's, I like seeing a weakness in a character and it just, for as badass and tough as RC is, that this was her moment of like, like, come on, I, I give me a fucking break. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, and she's like, how long are we going to have to do this? And just like Mitch Hedberg's bit about watering the seaweed, Ratchet's like, until forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, there, oh yeah, and, and you had referenced, there's this dumb bit where Smokescreen's like, but what do we even call him? Megacorn? Unitron? Whatever he says. And she's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're worried about at a time like this. <laughs> and in the midst of all of this dread and despair ratchets like oh by the way unicron is still technically a god even though he's mortal in mega unicronitron's body so we can't kill him yeah so bumblebee is like okay we gotta get a hold of the boss right so he does manage to send a signal to optimus and wheeljack and they are hearing it but they can't respond because the asteroid damaged the transmitter and and bumblebee just immediately assumes the worst and rc just shoves him out of the way and she's like really you just get your voice back now is not the time to go radio silent so she just finishes the message and tells him like unicron is here and then there's a great scene where they kind of cut between ratchet and optimus explaining to respectively the autobots and wheeljack what's happening and what's happening is that unicron has arrived upon cybertron to destroy it all uh, which we already knew but ratchet gives this really poignant speech about good versus evil and and light versus darkness and the darkness has followed us home <laughs> 
Well, there was the first half of our Predacons Rising review. The second half of our Predacons Rising review will come the next time you hear from us. If you want to hear from us for one day, yeah. If you want to hear from us, until then, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmacpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know, tell them part two is on the way. You can tell them that you can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you next time. Where's the patient?